Welcome to Future Stories, a podcast from thejournal.ie. We're partnering with Volkswagen, a leader in automotive technology trends, to look to the future one topic at a time. Throughout the series, we're exploring everything from mealtimes to housing to your weekly supermarket shop and speaking to innovators and change makers. This time on Future Stories, we're looking at the future of pet ownership. So I'll be exploring the rise of robotic dogs in Japan, speaking to pet influencer agents and asking scientists, how far are we from a device that lets us converse with our dogs? Ireland is a nation of animal lovers and 61% of households here own either a dog or a cat and a whopping 96% of us consider them to be family members. But with the challenges of modern life, it's becoming harder and harder to look after a pet. So people are starting to use pet sharing apps. Oh my God, a pug. Yeah, there's everything on here. I want the pug. Go back to the pug. (laughs) (gasps) Bob. Bob. Bob loves walks not too long as he has little legs. <laughs> he loves to play with other dogs too. He likes to pee on anything vertical while walking. That's a friend of mine who loves dogs, but like most working Dubliners my age, she lives in a tiny city centre apartment, sometimes works 12-hour shifts and has neither the time or resources to look after one full time. It's just something that I've always wanted and just can't do. I just don't have the time for a dog. It's not fair to have one where we are. And I just love animals, so why not go and play with other people's and then hand them back at the end of the day? It's a (laughs) win-win. I don't get any responsibility. (laughs) Anne tells me she's already organised a date for today on her Borrow My Doggy app, and she invites me to tag along. Hello, hey, how are you? You well? Yeah, good, good. Hey. This must be Layla. This is Layla, yeah. Hi, Layla. Hello. Layla's excited to meet new people, aren't you? Oh, you're very cute. Hi, Layla. Layla is a one-year-old golden retriever who loves to play, and her owner tells me he's emigrating from the family home this week, so he's looking for someone like Anne to take over while he's gone and play with her. So we've decided to take her out for the day to Kleine Hill. So how did you come across Layla this morning? Um, I had just widened my field a little bit um, and kind of wanted to come out to Kleine Hill anyway because I haven't been here in a while. So I just changed the mileage on my search and then she popped up and I contacted Danny and he got back very quickly. And as tech is making it simpler than ever to be a pet owner or part pet owner, it is also making the lives of pets safer. So I have this pet cube thing um, and it's how I like uh, keep in contact with my pet when I'm at work. So yeah, I was getting all these texts to my phone. So I was like, okay, what's going on? Because it just kept going and going. So I went into the video and I saw Jess and she was stuck around this bag. So I just... I just ran. I got home straight away as fast as I could. And she was at the front door limp. And I had to struggle to get the thing off her. And like, thank goodness she was okay. But I would have been at work for like another seven hours. And if I hadn't had that, I might have come home and I don't know what what would have happened. Like, But basically, PetCube saved her life. PetCube is a camera device that lets you see and speak to your pets but it also sends you alerts to your phone when your pet is making lots of noise. It can also replay up to 10 days of footage. And I've asked my friend, how does she usually use it on a regular day? I just work uh, 
like nine to five job, I'm way more than eight hours a day from her. So I use it to communicate with her, uh, to see what she's up to. I mean, she can hear my voice on the other side. So it's kind of like I'm there. I mean, you know, I don't know if she understands it or, or whatever, but she can like respond to me. Um, there's this laser game that it has as well. So I can put that on and she'll like chase it around. So it's, it's, it's amazing. It's like being there when I'm not there. The pet tech industry will be worth about 2 billion euro by next year in the UK. And there are a plethora of devices on the market to help keep pets safe, healthy, entertained and connected. From doggy Fitbits to e-pills which wirelessly transmit health readings from their stomach. Of course, we can't keep our pets safe all the time. But soon they may just be able to tell us how they're feeling. But uh, in the future, I'm sure that uh, there, there can be tools to on the fly analyze uh, vocalizations and have a uh, feedback for the owners, what the dog probably feels. That's Thomas, a bioacoustic researcher that focuses on the vocal communication of dogs as well as human-dog interaction. We had uh, bark recordings from six different uh, social situations uh, when the dog was interacting with a human and we recorded the barks and uh, we told the algorithm to differentiate these barks. Thomas tells me that, of course, dogs don't have words, so all they can do is tell us about their emotional state, such as whether they're anxious, hungry or happy. The more data he collects, however, the more he can use big data processes like machine learning to organize the various barks, growls and whines into a type of emotional language, which we can understand. How far do you think we are then from someone using the machine learning, the algorithms, to give us some sort of device that tells us how our pets are feeling? With this kind of technological advancement, I would say four or five years. The humanization of pets is a trend that has been slowly building and this year a survey by Petmania found that 53% of us bought our pets luxury gifts like blueberry facials, colognes and podicures for Valentine's Day. Other products like dog champagne and pinot meow which is a drink with catnip in it are also trending. But if your pet is a rising social media star earning their own way why not let them enjoy the fruits of their labour? Hello, Paula speaking. That's Paula, an agent for pet influencers at Urban Paws UK. She tells me that pets are proving more influential than humans these days, as they can attract up to 10 times more attention at half the price a human would. But what I'm curious to know is what Irish pet influencers does Paula have on her books? We absolutely do have Irish um, pets on our books at the moment. We have... Um Twiglet, which is Europe's tiniest dog. She's got 51,200 followers at the moment. Weighing in at only two pounds, Twiglet is an adorable tiny chihuahua that hails from Wexford. And her Insta describes her as a little fashionista who enjoys posing for the camera in her Pup Vogue outfits. We connect her with brands and um, try and pair them up and she'll often post about a product or a brand and get her followers to engage in that post. It's generally a supplementary income, but our 
higher paid influencers. I know one at, at the very least has actually given up her career to focus on doing Instagram for her dog. The highest grossing pet celebrity today is Grumpy Cat, and she has earned over 100 million euro for her owner. But what I'm curious to know is could new technologies like Cats to Cam, which is an Instagram enabled cat camera, which allows cats to automatically take and post selfies, change the industry. So I guess I'm looking at a future situation when maybe an animal like, say, Grumpy Cat already has a social media presence. Do you think they could use something like Catstagram to maintain that presence without any human intervention? I think it's definitely something for the future um, and it might not just be cats that that works for but all animals, uh, particularly the small world animals that are difficult to photograph such as some reptiles we have on the books or some hamsters. Um, However, it seems to me that the most popular Instagram accounts currently are those that are more stylized and so those that are really well planned um, are not obviously planned by a cat and it seems to me that they're the most popular at the moment. Not saying that can't change in the future. Another somewhat unconventional pet bound for stardom this year is Ibo, an AI robotic puppy which can also act as a walking, talking Alexa. Ibo has a camera in his nose, so he can also act as a guard dog or surveillance system for your home. But it is the AI system coupled with the imaging sensors which make Ibo really special, as it allows him to learn its owner's preferences and develop a unique personality accordingly, so that no two Ibos are ever the same. I think we will become attached to these things. That's John Pender, a lecturer at Sligo IT, and he is currently preparing his undergrads for a future where they will be using social robots like Ibo in the care field. I'm a senior lecturer in social policy and future studies at IT Sligo, and my current uh, research interests are around the impact of social robotics and AI. Robopets have already been implemented in some few care homes in Ireland, but none of them are as sophisticated as Ibo. So what I'm curious to know is could a robo-pet craze take off in Ireland for the everyday person, like it seems to have done in parts of Japan? Some of the research suggests that children, say for instance in Japan, who've been using the Ibo or Abo, they've grown enormous attachments to the pet, you know, as, as though it is a, an organic pet. And there have been funerals, and people have been very upset about the passing of the actual robot. There's deep-seated cultural reasons why the Japanese um, seem to embrace uh, robotics and technology more readily than we do in the West. Um, Some of it's down to demographic pressure. As you know, the death rate is far exceeding the birth rate. Um, I think there's a a cultural reason as well uh, around uh, honor and dignity of the self. Japanese elders are more likely than not to prefer to have intimate care conducted by a a robot rather than a human, yeah? Mm -hmm. Um, So there there, there are. There are deep-seated cultural dynamics behind the extent to which we will embrace or otherwise technology. So when I read about these funerals for the Sony robotic dog when its circus broke, a lot of the Japanese people that were interviewed said that they believed that their pets had a robotic soul. And I just, I can't imagine Irish people making that leap. 
I know what you mean. I, I, I do, but I was thinking about this because I was actually um, I was teaching my future studies students yesterday, and I kind of I had a kind of one of these epiphany moments where I recollect when I was a child, and I grew up in the Midlands in Ireland, and it was quite commonplace then. I mean, it's hard to believe now, but the bishop would come to the town, and he would have this big ceremony where he would bless like inanimate objects, like combine harvesters, tractors, cars, that's. And I had my bicycle, my little tricycle at the time, blessed by the bishop. Do you know what I mean? So that even these inanimate objects, we believed that there was something more about them rather than being an inanimate object. And if you think about animals, like like some people go through the ritual of like burying those animals in Ireland and erecting headstones. So that in some instances, it depends on the obviously on the individual, but I'm not, I'm not sure that we're that dissimilar to the Japanese. So the jury's out. Will the challenges of modern life force us to embrace robo-pets in Ireland, or will we stick to sharing real pets? Either way, it seems the trend of humanising pets, whether real or robotic, will continue. And perhaps in the near future, a night in conversing with your pet over a bottle of wine won't be such a crazy idea. Subscribe to Future Stories on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts for updates on our next episode. Thanks for listening. Future Stories is brought to you by thejournal.ie in partnership with Volkswagen, who are the forefront of automotive technology trends, including autonomous driving, in-car connectivity, and electric mobility. Volkswagen, we make the future real.